And welcome back to the Death and Betrayal podcast. On deck today, uh, for a little, just a short chit-chat, is Craig Deuge. How's it going, Craig? Not bad. How about you? Good, good. This is our last, technically our last 1.0 edition, so we timed our farewell to first edition episode kind of poorly, I guess. <laughs> oh, oh, well. Oh, well. Yeah. Yeah, this will come out a couple days before second edition. So, I mean, that's why it's just going to be short because we don't have like tons of content. Yeah, we could talk about, you know, the all the previews and stuff, but yeah, whatever. But, you know, three days after you listen to this, maybe, or who knows, maybe you listen to this while you're building your new box set. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, at that point, it'll be irrelevant because you'll already have looked through your legion rules and the rule book and yeah exactly i mean i mean we i mean we've all seen the photos out there um they're out there but i'd rather have a book in my hands i don't Mm -hmm. know why i'd rather just physically have the book in my hands and be like okay and read through it that way um i mean yeah, it's great. I know. I know a few uh, YouTubers have already got the books and they've done some uh, videos on them, which has been fantastic. Yeah. Um, but I've been tending to avoid them because I want to make my own uh assessments of when I first read the rules myself. Like when I first read the rules for each legion and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to be biased or led led one way because I heard someone talk about it in one way and I'm, I can only see it that one way kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I watched I watched like the bat rap on like Gorilla Miniatures. Yeah. Um, and uh, and then somebody sent me a still I think from one of their review videos or something. So my my big gripe made it in, like the combat air patrol thing. Yeah. Um, and it made it in like. Yeah. Anyways, I don't know. It's so, yeah. So we can one, wait. We can wait. We can complain. We can complain about it after it's out. I guess. Yeah. Once it's <laughs> out, then we can complain about. It. But yeah, Gorilla yeah. Miniatures—they're the ones who I've been seeing the most doing yeah. a breakdown of each legion, which is awesome. And I'm not trying to discredit his content because that's awesome. Yeah, I didn't watch that one. Like oh, the no. main, the main rules one. Like yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and the bat rep I watched, but I didn't I watched... watch his his review of the Legion rules or anything. Yeah, see, I've watched both the bat rep and the uh, and the rules review, but mm. I have not watched the Legion review. And again, that's so I can inform my own. Like this is the first way I see it. How how do I go from there? Um. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and it allows you to form your own ideas, and yeah. I get it. Like it creates it without bias. So I'm not yeah. totally. And then I, I will totally eventually. I, I will eventually watch them, just so maybe I missed something. Maybe I wasn't, you know, understanding a rule very well or whatever. I do like to support other content creators and whatnot. Uh, I, I mean, I, I, I use them a lot for other information stuff I don't know about. And sometimes I think it's the best way to just get like a fresh take on things. Like I'm sure me and you are going to discuss heavily the stuff that we're going to mm-hmm. read in that book. I mean, it's gonna it's gonna be powering our podcast for the next six months to a year. Yeah, um, but I don't get my coffee until like the twenty second. I get mine on the eighteenth. Yeah, I know, but I I gotta leave for work like on I know, Sunday, I know. and I'm not back for ten days. Um, <laughs> I know that sucks. Yeah, if I didn't already have like one on reserve, I just buy one and. At J and J and Waterloo because I'm gonna be like bumming around that area. I can just yeah. get there first thing in the morning and buy yeah. it. 
at whatever discount they like to offer, but um, then flip through it. But then I wouldn't have my Legion rules or anything because all that's kind of yeah. And you uh, got the you got the, both the Legion Heretica, got both of them. Yeah, I uh, say I only got the Legion Heretica for right now. I will get the Legion Libra. Um, eventually. so one one is the Liber Astartes, and the other one's like the Liber Hereticus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Liber Astartes and the Liber Heretica. I'm getting the Liber Heretica first because I mean, ninety percent of my forces are traitor, anyways. Yep. Uh, yeah. I just fuck it. I just went balls deep. I got all of it. So, like, um, yeah, I've got dice coming, the transfer sheet. I've got a box coming, which I pre-ordered from GW because I wanted the um, yeah, the extra goodies. The same here. Like, yeah, like the you know the coins and the cards. Yeah, same here. Um, and originally, actually, so originally I was like, I don't care. I don't care about the cards. Whatever. But um, I've been playing like 40k a little bit, yeah, with my with my garage hammer dudes on like Sundays, mm-hmm. um, and uh, one of them because I I mean I've said it multiple times like I hate the stratagem bloat and it just it, it gets me too overwhelmed. Yes. And so they were like, go buy the card deck and it'll make it like way more manageable. So I bought the card deck and I was like, look at this. And I was like holding it and it's a big stack of cards. I was like, I can't fucking keep track of this. And they were like, just pick like five that you like because yeah. we don't like you know we're not event players like we just fucking hang out and yeah, yeah garage just, hammer you know, have fun yeah yeah we're not even really like updating the books or anything like you know we're not really using the faqs like mm-hmm. or chapter approved um faqs i think we're using like i yeah. am because i'm like oh these guys are kind of nasty so i'm gonna check to see if there's an faq on it and it was like yeah okay this one rule is removed so i'll know that and I'll, i won't use it in the future but yeah um once it was like down to like five, it was a lot more manageable for me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh, okay. Like this isn't so bad then. Um, and then, I mean, other, otherwise it's like, it, it's, it's engaging and it kind of gave me like a feeling of what reactions are going to be like, Okay. because yeah. I, I was engaged the whole time. Right. So I'm like, okay, cool. Like, you know, I pick up my five or six cards that I had or whatever, Yeah. but it, it made it manageable. Right. Because the, I, I play ad mech for 40 mm-hmm. K and, um, Cause I can use them as like militia and 30 K Yeah, and uh, like they have some of their units benefit from like a rule called canticles of the Omnissiah. And so it's like, you know, each turn you can issue a canticle, like, which is kind of like a Psalm or a prayer. Yeah. And that goes out to like basically anything that doesn't have a mind of its own and tech priests. And so they all get this special buff, but then, you know, things like Skitarii, and um or skitari and uh things that have some degree of independent thought they mm-hmm. they they benefit from a different thing called doctrina imperatives so you can then issue a doctrina imperative at the same time and mm-hmm. that gives like a different set of buffs to whatever and i was like fucking i can't handle this but the cards made it like manageable because then i'm just like okay cool so in this turn i'm going to use this one and what i was doing was i was like putting it next to like the unit that i was yeah, so it's a that, visual cue. Yeah, because I was like, okay, like I'm using this one for this unit in particular to buff it to do this thing. So I would put the card next to it so I would remember it. Mm-hmm. And that that made it a lot easier. And then when I was going to play like a stratagem, then I would just like put them down on like by my guys like mm-hmm. that I had moved or whatever or by my dice or whatever. So that way I could see them. They're on the table and it all just made it like easier for me. Yeah, yeah. 
And then I was like, okay, this isn't so bad. It's it's, it's more manageable. Yeah, exactly. And then because it, it's funny, like the, I've been in, in a group chat with those guys for like a few months, like since before I've come back. And there's a guy in there in that group chat that I had never met before. His name's like Kale, and he's mm-hmm. Night Owl Minis on Instagram. Okay. His shit is unreal. Like he's a part-time commission artist. Okay. Uh, I'm surprised we like hadn't heard of him or hadn't known of him. Like he's never. I don't think he's ever played a game before, but he's just a painter, and his painting is unreal. And he does a lot of 30k commissions. Like he's got Gal Vorback, like a Sons of Horus Contemptor on there. Like, um, what's his ha- night? night owl underscore minis um like i I recently followed him with the podcast and um like and he he was playing with like firstborn crimson fists but they were painted unbelievably well like so good um oh wow yeah uh and so anyways um the reason i bring this up is because like so the last game day he came, and then our, our sixth guy ended up not coming, so I just hung out and built Titanicus the whole time. So this will yeah. be our segue into Hobby Talk. But um, he, he uh, So he shows up, and the guy kind of looks familiar to me, whatever. Um, and I'm like, oh, okay, all right. And uh, if you remember a while back, I was complaining about my Vivint fucking not working right, and I was ready to tear it out of the wall. And yeah. I, had, I had to get a guy come to fix it. So I go, hey, man, like, what do you do for work? And he's like, oh, I work with Drew over at Vivint. And I'm just like, uh, do you like fix the stuff? <laughs> and he's like, yeah. And I was like, did you come to my house recently? And I was extremely rude to you. <laughs> and oh, he, was, he was like, oh, yeah. He's like the blue house in Capilano, right? And I was like, yeah, yeah. So this guy, like, no clue that I had been in a group chat with him for months. And he comes to, like, fix my system. He said I wasn't rude to him, but I felt like I was. So I don't know. Oh, okay. Um, but he was like, no, he's like, you were clearly like frustrated, but that's understandable. Um, and, and, you know, and then he, he gave me like some honest, like no salesman advice, which was like upgrade my system. basically. <laughs> he's like the stuff that you have in there sucks, like get new shit. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, it was just funny. Like, cause he came like, you know, uh, he probably saw some of the hobby stuff that I had like down in the room um down, like with the the fuse box and stuff because he was yeah. going down there a couple times so he probably saw like my empty bin of ter- like my clear bin of 40k terrain and was probably like oh cool <laughs> um, or gw terrain i should say because I don't, I don't really use it for 40k but um the other guys have all the terrain there i don't really bring it over yeah but uh yeah anyways, it was just kind of funny and so like we talked 30k a bit like you know what's going to be different some of the guys are somewhat heresy curious but like we'll never get him out because one of those guys is julian who came oh yeah yeah. like you know had his dick kicked off like his second game against a mechanicum player and then like a third game against you know a custodian after his dick was kicked off they just like kicked him in the hole where his dick used to be and uh and he's like fuck it like i'm not, like i use my castellax as castellan proxies and like he gets a little bit of like a ptsd twitch just seeing those <laughs> uh, oh god but yeah uh hobby wise though i got um some more titans but like some more night titans built i got my baronial court like fully done oh nice um uh yeah those those conversions got crazy um like yeah. uh so I, I used the the spears or the glaive type things or whatever from the necron kit and then i made the seneschal um uh like a castigator pattern yeah 
because uh, the only the high the only time that you can change patterns inside of a lance is if it's the high king's lance and mm-hmm. his, his baronial court and um and like i've got like a back banner from a space marine kit like on one of them uh to be like the knightly banner yeah um the high king's banner which gives you like a buff like within 12 inches like a buff bubble yeah yeah and then i swapped his castigator warblade for um uh xenophase blade from the death watch kit mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which looks great it matches the glaives and then i actually the way that the castigator bolt gun is made like i i added i i like clipped out a piece i don't know what this piece is from on the it's in the praetorian kit um and it's like got kind of like some extra tanks and stuff on it okay and so i fit that onto where the um like the ammunition feed would go mm-hmm, mm-hmm. on the castigator and so i i that allows me actually to position the arm the arms a little more dynamically because that ammunition feed like kind of locks the arm like in a straight yeah yeah um and uh so now like i've actually got him in like a very dynamic like sort of walking intimidating pose Mm -hmm. uh and i replaced the um the barrels of the gun with a volkite charger like with the the front end of a volkite charger yeah yeah so my castigator bolt cannon is now like a much more esoteric looking weapon uh like it's nastier Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. uh and then has the little like extra tanks on it as its power source and then um i used the chest piece from uh one of the atropos knights mm-hmm. and mixed it together um but yeah no it, it looks awesome uh, that's fantastic yeah i'm excited to get those guys painted i was hoping i would get them primed in zenith like before i left and then i could take them with me and paint them in the hotel room yeah but I don't think that's going to happen because it's Thursday night and I have a wedding Saturday night <laughs> and then a flight and, Sunday morning. Yeah. And I've got like other shit that I have to do between now and then. Um, well, hopefully fingers yeah. crossed. Yeah. Uh, and then I signed up for uh Scandas. So I'm going to go to Sweden. Oh, in yes. Play in Scandas. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I talked to my wife. She she didn't like the idea. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm using points to like compensate for most of the cost because it's like a seventeen hundred dollar round trip flight. Oh yeah. Like, and I was just like, okay, well, I can use my points, and it'll it'll use all of my points. Yeah. Um, and then it'll cost me like four hundred bucks or something to fly there, <laughs> plus whatever my hotel is. So I'm budgeting about a thousand dollars for it. Yeah, that's um, that's, that's pretty good. But you're yeah. using all your points. Yeah, I was just joking around with her. I'm like, because after you talked to me, I was like, I went up to her. She got home, and I was just like, yeah. So, uh, might be going to Sweden for the game. And she's like, what? <laughs> yeah. I was like, might be or are going. Same difference. Doesn't matter. And I was just kind of like leading her. She's like, you're going to Sweden for the game. When? I was like, ah, oh, over the, over the Thanksgiving long weekend. Who cares? It's not a big deal. Yeah, I was just bugging her. She's like, "Are you really going?" I'm like, "No, I'm not going." Chicago and Las Vegas, yes, but not not Sweden. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, 
it, it should be good. I'm like, it's going to be a whirlwind. Like I'm going to be fucking wiped, but, oh yeah. um, but because like I finished work at two o'clock, uh, you know, I can leave probably like a half hour early and then get to the airport for like quarter after two. And then for about for a flight at four mm-hmm. that leaves it actually, I think, actually, I think I think my flight leaves at five. Um, cause I ended up booking on KLM, but, yeah. uh, and then that gets me into Stockholm for like three thirty, four o'clock or something. Um, the next day. Yeah. Okay. Cause I'm flying overnight. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, and t- like you're going forward in time zones. Yeah. Yeah. So my question is, um, so you'd be leaving Thursday. You said I'd be leaving Thursday night. Yeah. I'll Thursday. get there Friday. Um, Afternoon. Friday afternoon and then uh you know get to the little town or whatever outside of Stockholm that the event's at mm-hmm. and uh get checked in or whatever and then uh play Saturday Sunday and then Monday at like 9 a.m. I'm flying back out of Stockholm <laughs> and I I arrive Monday at about noon awesome. <laughs> in uh in Canada yeah, in Edmonton. So how many how many flights are you taking? Uh, I think there's one stop on the way there. I think it's two stops on the way back. Oh, okay. So it's like Edmonton to Amsterdam, Amsterdam to Stockholm. Okay. And then on the way back, I think it's uh, Stockholm to Amsterdam, Amsterdam to Calgary, and then Calgary to Edmonton. Oh, okay. That's not bad. Yeah. Yeah, so I just got to make sure I can fit everything in two carry-ons because I am not fucking checking a bag. Yeah, uh, I'm not risking it. I, yeah, yeah, I think one of my layovers is like 60 minutes or something. So um, I think that's the one in that's the one in Amsterdam before the flight to Calgary. And then the flight oh. to Calgary is like an hour and a half or something. But mm. yeah, yeah. I, I think, I mean, I'd pack light, a backpack, and my army case. and Yep. That's just, yeah, you know, that's... I go down to Vegas, so. Yeah, well, I have that Traveler, like the uh, oh, yeah, Army yeah. Painter Traveler, so I'm going to throw my stuff in that, toss it in, and... Um, what army are you taking? Uh, I'm going to take my Blood Angels. Oh, I guess you'll have enough time, won't you? Yeah. And it'll give you more motivation, because you'll have to get it done. Yep, exactly. Um Sorry, give me one quick second here. I'm just responding to a text. So, I don't know. Maybe if you can vamp and um, uh, whatever. Well, what I did for... Uh, yeah, there you day. go. Yeah, yeah, tell me about your hobby. Perfect. Uh, I got the Breacher Squad done. Oh, perfect. So, that Breacher Squad is done. Uh, I wasn't feeling 100% last week after I got back from my trip to Vegas with my wife. Mm-hmm. Um... So I didn't do a whole lot of hobbing. I ha- I wasn't on the same track as I was before. But like I said, I got the breachers done. Um, I'm pretty happy with them. I haven't posted a video or a photo up on Instagram yet. Um, not sure why. Oh, I know why. The bases aren't finished. So technically, they're not done. They are game ready. Mm-hmm. I could play them in a game and no one would give a flying fuck. But uh, the bases aren't 100%. Once they're done, I'll throw them up. But yeah, I'm pretty happy with them. Um see how they work in the new edition. I just really built them up for the sake of building them up. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been getting pretty pumped for 
the next edition. I mean, I only got the starter set. Um, I wasn't paying attention, and uh, when I did get on at one fifteen mm-hmm. to buy the, do the pre order, the Kratos was already sold out. The Rhino was sold out. Um, the only thing they had available was the starter set. Mm. So, but then me and you discussed it. So, like, I have right now. I have two Forge World Damus Pattern Rhinos, or not Rhinos, uh, Predators. Yep. Uh, I've got a Typhus Siege Tank that was supposed to be for my Death Guard that I don't have anymore, so it's getting purple. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I have my Leviathan, a Leviathan, or a Dreadnought Drop Pod, um, Paladins, and that's going to be the basis for my... And then, and then the starter set. So I'll have the, the, the Cataphracti and the uh, 40 Marines. I think I'm going to do two squads of 15-man tactical squads and then a five-man Sun Killer squad. So that's the last cannon squad. Now, mm-hmm. I know the rules have been put out for first edition. They did say that all the rules that were out for the first edition armies that they were dropping, or uh, first edition, for the first edition I think um, they're in the PDF. They'll be in the PDF? I think so. Okay. I think they're going to be in the Legacies PDF until they come out in like future expansions. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I was planning on doing a set of them because they're pretty freaking awesome. Um, and I am probably going to do... I don't know I don't know if I'm going to do a Vulkite Charger squad or, or uh, some kind of specialist weapon squad. Uh, I'll figure that out. Um, I did not was not able to get my hands on a specialist weapon box, but I mean those are going to be easy enough to get get when they do come out. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's so many weapon options. I'm actually thinking about how I can magnetize it. And I know you're gross. I know, I know you hate it, but I think I might be able to magnetize them so I could switch out weapons as I need. Oh, you you could magnetize it for sure. It's just like what a pain in the ass. What if you lose one? Well, then I just don't yeah. need the weapon option anymore. Um, no, I hear you. I hear you. Yeah, no, I, I mean, yeah, you can definitely, like, there's tiny little magnets. Just drill out the hand and drill out the fucking, yeah, arm. Yeah, the arm, Wrist, and then you'll just yeah. be able to clip them on. But that ain't for me. I ain't I, about I, that I, life. I, know I just bought two starter boxes. Uh, I know. That's fucking insane. Yeah, and a Kratos, and two rhinos, and both books, dice. So what? So now that you have two boxes... What are you doing with both of them? One's going to get spread out or? Uh, well, so really I was after like the extra Marines. So I'm probably going to sell uh, 10 Terminators. Okay. Probably going to sell a Spartan. Okay. Um, I'm going to sell probably three out of the four characters. There's four characters. Oh, well, yeah, 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 two boxes, yeah. Like I'm gonna keep one of the marks, like one of the like the more lie Praetor. Yeah, yeah. Sell the two chunky boys and um and one of the you know more uh, fitness oriented Praetors. <laughs> and then um, the book, sell the book as well. And then I, you know, then I'll have a bunch of Marines because I was gonna do, I was gonna do a squad of twenty tactical marines probably with chain bayonets and then yeah. two squads of like regular tacticals with um regular bayonets okay and then yeah i was gonna do like a heavy weapon squad probably uh and then command squad probably okay 
Yeah, but I have Crimson Paladins kicking around too. So, um, and I want to convert my Praetor out of one of the walking Mark Sixes. Mm. So I'm just gonna like you know, green stuff a little bit, add some like Blood Angels bits that I have, and okay, okay. Yeah, and then uh, I do have like an like a Forge World Dimos pattern Rhino kicking around somewhere, but I also have like forever ago Chris printed me like two of his sort of um he like made them up in Blender to okay. look more like more like a modern tank turret. Oh, okay. And I have two of those and I have two like ball pattern predators. So I might just use those instead. Oh, okay. Um, and then I can have the regular Dimos one kind of be like a command tank. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Like in a squadron of three. But yeah, I'll, I'll have a Kratos, I'll have a Spartan, I'll have two Rhinos with multi-meltas, dozer blades, and like I've I've probably got at least 3,000 points that I can do right away because I've got those Paladins, which I'll run them with like my Praetor. Yeah. Um, and actually I have a, a Mark IIb Land Raider, which I haven't used, so I'll use that. Spiff that up a little bit with some some doors, and um, I'll have him kind of leading the paladins around now that they're capacity twelve, and yeah, hundred percent. And then I'll put my twenty man squad in the Spartan, my two ten man squads in the um, in the rhinos. Okay, but I might make one of those squads like a veteran squad. That may, yeah, yeah, I can see, yeah. I mean, you got you got you got enough marines. You got eighty marines to work with. So yeah, yeah. Or or you know, I might make like uh, yeah. I I don't know. We'll see. Maybe I'll end up buying like another rhino or something, or swap out the Spartan. I think because I know we're supposed to be getting new. Well, one we are getting a plastic Leviathan, yep. which is awesome. Uh, but what is it? Every week for the next couple months we're supposed to get new units in plastic is that what they're uh, saying is that they're at least gonna sh- yeah i think so like, like or at least getting, every month they're gonna every show month we'll get i think at least every month we'll get like a heresy release that's awesome right. i was um, not expecting the leviathan fuck i'm hoping like thalax come out in plastic um <laughs> if they announce that like with the the Mechanicum books, they announced the Mechanicum book today. Yes, it's coming out in like October. Um, so I mean, I won't be using Mechanicum in Sweden, yeah. but yeah, I'm gonna finish the Blood Angels, and then I'm gonna, or at least like you know, three thousand points of Blood Angels first, and then I'm gonna work on the Mechanicum for a bit. And... So that's gonna be our target goal: is three thousand points of Emperor's Children Blood Angels. Yeah, I think so. I think I'm gonna increase LVO to like two thousand, three thousand. Okay. So I had a few people be like, you know, I really want to add like a couple more stuff. Like 3000 was cool last year. Like, and I was like, yeah, fine, whatever. I don't care. I, I mean, I think 3000 is a great size game because when you have things like the Pharion, and which we, we obviously don't know if its rules are going to change or how it, how it interacts with the game now is going to change. Yeah. But in old, in first edition, there wasn't much you could deal with in 2,500 points with the Pepharion. Like, it was really hard to deal with. Not impossible, yeah. but it was harder. When you get up into that 3,000-point range, you'll have something that can deal with it. Yeah. Know? Or have yeah. enough units to deal with it, right? Yeah, well, and I mean, so I'm still doing, like, a two-list thing with, uh, you know, some slight restrictions um, mm-hmm. on on the 2,000-point list. Like, like we mentioned, 
in the um, interview with Anuj. Yeah. But um, you know, it's mostly set around like the box set. So like one vehicle with armor fourteen, like yeah. with AV with AV fourteen, um, is allowed in your two thousand points. So that's kind of meant to be like your Spartan, or you know, you could drop the Spartan in the two thousand, bring a Kratos or yeah, yeah whatever. Yeah. And then you know, you got to bring a, an infantry unit for every vehicle unit that you've got or a vehicle or monstrous creature unit that you've got. Right. So if you bring like a, if you bring, you know, a talent of dreadnoughts, cause I assume that you can still take them in talents. But yeah. Let's for the sake of argument, say that you can. So if you've got a squad of three dreadnoughts, three contemptors, like mm-hmm. great. Um, and you've got a warlord that's one-to-one. And yeah. if your warlord's on foot or cavalry, cause it's infantry or cavalry. Mm-hmm. So if you're someone who wants to run like, you know, Chagorian brotherhood, like you'll be able to, cause you can run, you know, like your, your warlord on a bike and then that'll be like one-to-one for the, the speeder. Yeah. Right. Um, and, uh, you know, then you've got two squads of bikes, like, mm-hmm. let's say, okay, great. Now you can, now you can afford like, you know, that, uh, squad of predators. Yeah. Um, and fit them in cause they're not AV, AV 14. Right. And then, uh, right now it says no flyers. I'm going to change that to no flyers without a transport capacity. Oh, okay. Um, because and, uh, I, we, we, go ahead. yeah. Well, so I'm thinking that the storm Eagle right of war is pardon me, probably going to shift to like, cause the Mournival did this and nobody took that right of war because like there was no way to bring your storm Eagles on turn one after they got rid of the sky shield. Mm-hmm. so there was that right of war i think it's called descent of angels or something where it's like anything that can normally take a rhino can take a storm eagle is dedicated instead yeah and the whole point of the 2000 point first day list is to be like a landing party like you're landing on the planet and or you've just landed on you're the planet and like a thunderhawk and you're trying to like yeah exactly like establish your your area on the planet yeah. and then yeah. reinforcements are going to come in behind you on the second day which is 3000 points and then you know bring 3500 points i think i'll probably bump it up to or yeah. 4000 points or whatever for the the final day but if you're going to be on a mega table like then then that'll be like we've always done it like fucking just bring whatever you want like i'll balance it yeah um you know like we did at last lvo where it was like oh this like the traders are like 10000 points heavier than the loyalists okay great the loyalists just can bring 10000 points of stuff back after it's destroyed yeah yeah right which um, is fantastic well it's easy right it's like yeah. it's easy perfect it's done like you know get it close enough um and and that'll all be on the third day and so primarchs and unique characters can be on the third day um and uh and all you have to do is make sure that you grab them in advance like there'll be a post that goes up um mm-hmm. so if you're not if you're going to lvo and you're not in the las vegas open heresy group on facebook jump in there um because that's where the post is going to be and then obviously we'll make stuff happen but yeah um you know make sure make sure you read those things and make sure you keep an eye out for those posts because this isn't a tournament there's no prize for performance so you know i ideally i wouldn't have three sanguineuses flying around on the third day yeah um and it works pretty well at adepticon like adepticon's always kind of had the one unique character per event rule and you just put it in the, they put up a post and you claim it. Yeah. Um, and then you'll be good to go. So it kind of escalates each day up until like a big climactic battle mm-hmm. on the third day. But if you are not interested in playing, um, 
in a mega battle on the third day. We will have a couple other options for you. So you can play like one-on-one games of 2,500 points or 3,000 or 3,500, whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to put it as bring 3,500 points but because um, you get to play two two games basically, one in the morning, one in the afternoon. Yeah. Uh, or um, I've had a few folks reach out and I think like three or four guys have been like, hey, I can bring his own Mortalis table if you want me to. Mm-hmm. So I'm finally going to get to do like my giant zone mortalis. So I'm going to slap a bunch of zone mortalis tables together and make like a space station above the planet. Oh. And so that'll be able to interact with the battle that's going on down below as well. Ooh, yeah. And then depending in, you know, playing your, if you're playing like just a side game, like, you know, 3,500 points versus 3,500 points, like one V one, or even if you've got two buddies and you want to play two V two at 4,000 points, like I don't care, do it. Um, you know, it, we we did a few of those games at last this year at LVO. And it worked fine. Yeah. Um. You know, if you if you win that game, like you'll you'll be able to have an effect on the mega battle tables. Yeah. And and I'm gonna do it just like I did at um, Adepticon, which is like you know you got your three sort of main spots and then like your hmm. three sort of main big tables and then yeah, yeah. and those will have titans and stuff on them and then you'll have your you know, your ancillary tables, I call them. So, um, yeah, that should be good. And I hear tickets are, uh, selling quite hot. There's like single digit pat full packages left. And, Mm. um, I've heard that, uh, Reese had posted that there was only like five tickets left for heresy, but I don't think that's correct. Um, because if, if you jump on like the site, you can, you can still order more than that. Yeah. Um, and I think we had like a hundred as our initial ticket. Um, oh shit. Yeah. I mean, it'd be cool. Like if, um, if we, uh, if we got that, like if we got a hundred people, that'd be crazy. It would be crazy. It'd be fantastic. Um, yeah, purchase tickets here. Um, uh, get out of my way, Skype. Um, okay, 30k narrative package. Uh, still a couple of those on the website. Mm-hmm. I think that's about five. And then it's 40k, 40k, Sigmar, doubles, Star Wars, kill team championships. Uh, yeah, day three is pretty cheap, it's 15 bucks. $70 US if you want just to play in day one, day two, which I know one guy is. So, okay. Um, yeah, there's 51 uh, tickets, it looks like, for the two day. Okay. So, we're probably sold around, I don't know, I want to say like 50. We're probably around 50 tickets sold. That's awesome. Maybe a little bit more. When than... they opened up three days ago? And there's 54 tickets left of the the day three, so the climax. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And then so even if you play the two-day, come back on the end of the third day, find out how it went, and that's where we'll do, like, prizes and stuff. Because it's, it's a full three-day thing, but, yeah. we, you know, I was speaking with FLG, and I wanted to break it up a little bit to allow people to go do other stuff. and. Mm-hmm. You know, so some people just want to play in the you know, the final climax, and some people want to play day one slash day two. 
Um, but yeah. So that's that. Get over there, buy your tickets, come hang out. Um, I know we got a lot of dudes traveling in for that one. Yeah. Uh, already. Been talking to a talking to a few number, fair number of people who are getting pumped for uh, LVO. Yep. Which is fantastic. Yeah, exactly. And and just, again, like if you're a new player, and I mean, I'd be shocked if you're a new player and you found this podcast, but let's just say that you did. Like, this is really about telling a story about your warlord, your character. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to have part of this probably, yeah, we'll see. But, you know, I'm, it, it, we're, we're trying to sculpt and promote the design and, and evolution of personal characters. And you know, I mentioned with the news that I'm trying to come up with some sort of a way to allow everyone to participate in a global campaign, but I don't have the know-how to really do like a website or anything that, that cool. So, yeah. but I need to practice my Photoshop. So I haven't quite finished out hashing out the details, but I think it's probably going to be um, fairly rudimentary, I'll say with like a manual update from me. Mm-hmm. kind of every month on like you know how the war efforts going where and mm-hmm. kind of put out a mission or assign a mission every month and if you play it like put in a battle report and fill out like a google survey it's probably how we'll do it um is it extravagant no but participate be a good way to help get other dudes um or small communities going because you can play it at any point level yeah exactly and uh, we'll call that the push for beta Garmin. So hashtag push, push for, for beta, beta Garmin. Garmin. Yep. Um, yeah, I don't know. Other than that, just itching. I wanted to get some test models built and ready, but that didn't happen. Um, so it is what it is. I'm going to try something different with my Blood Angels, though. I'm going to actually prime them in green um, and then do my Zenith highlight. And then, and then put my reds over top of it. Yeah. Um, some Christmas boys. Actually, that reminds me, I got oil washes on most of my uh, terrain. And then, oh, really? Yeah, and then I was pushing the table that they were on, and the legs collapsed on one side, and it all fell down. Um, I think most of it's okay, but probably some damage there. It is what it is, whatever. But yeah, I got uh, I got like I mixed up an oil wash and I've put it over most of everything, and then I'm gonna just do like some dry brushing and pick out some details on them. They're not gonna look. I, I hate painting terrain, so they're not gonna look like extravagant. But yeah, but they'll, gonna, they'll do the job. Decent. Yeah, exactly. And then like once that's done, I think I'm gonna get like a flat brush and dip that in white spirit and just like pull streaks out of like overhangs and stuff. Yeah, yeah um, that makes sense. Yeah. Because it'll all still be, like with the dry brush, some of it will still be sitting visible, and I'll be able to just pull it and streak it with um, the white spirit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think that'll make it go miles, hopefully. But yeah, I mean, look at Red Claw. Their their terrain is fairly, um, enough. Uh, what's the word I'm looking? At? It's fairly generic, but very detailed enough that it looks great on the battlefield. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's just my opinion. Yeah, I mean, like, you don't have to go way over the top. Like, you don't have to paint terrain to fucking Golden Demon levels. Just as long as it's painted, 
it's typically yeah. looks pretty decent. Um, like the stuff that I've seen some amazing looking stuff that's just dry brushed. So like I'm just going to dry brush it and then I'm going to pick out some of the like metal parts and then just hide some more of that with oils. Like, mm-hmm. and I'm probably just going to use like a sponge brush to pick out the metal parts. Okay. Cause, cause I don't care. Like I don't want it to take me forever. And there's so many like little potentially metal parts on there. Like I'd rather just like dry brush it or sponge a little bit like of steel on like a manhole cover and then just go back and hit it with like a rust, like a rust colored oil wash. Mm-hmm. And then just poke at it a little bit with some white spirit to clean it up a little. Like, I'd rather do that. Like, same thing with, like, verdigris on any gold and bronze and stuff that I do. Like, Yeah. I just don't want to deal with it. <laughs> like, oh, I get that. You know what I mean? I yeah. get that. So, anyway, uh, nice short episode just so that we get something out. And I don't yeah. know if there's anything else you, you've got on your plate you want to chat about or... No, I... Being that we're so close to second edition, um, there's just it's just that holding our breath until second edition comes out. Mm. Yeah, is really what it is, and then and then all the content in the world after that. Um, but yeah, like I mean, I've just been prepping and getting ready for second edition. Like you know, I went and picked up some new Tamiya liquid cement for plastic, and you know got some new tools and and whatnot and um yeah i just i've been more preparing for second edition than anything yeah i think that's where most of us are in that boat but yeah yeah q q q okay well uh on that make sure you check out uh little Eden studio hang head on over to his patreon he's got a number of classes that uh are up um and with tickets available he also has um, a big giveaway right now too. He's oh, does he? Uh, yeah, cool. Okay, yeah. So he's giving away a starter set as well. Um, you can find I, that. I, on I don't his, know the details. Yeah, go to his Instagram. It's on his Instagram at, at Little Legend Studio. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, hopefully you win a box set. And um, check out his Patreon. Check out Broken Arrow Two Thousand. Uh, Matters Miniatures. Make sure you check out Night Owl Minis. Give that guy mm. some business. Yeah. His stuff is uh, phenomenal. Kiss. Um, and he's a local. So particularly if you're local and looking for a commish painter because you don't want to paint your models, hit that guy up. Um, yeah, and uh, make sure you follow Craig at Craig or the Barbarian on Instagram. Um, I'm hoping to start a small studio here, so I'll probably start adding like another Instagram to that soon if I can ever come up with a goddamn name for it. And in, so in the meantime, you can follow our Instagram at the DAB podcast. You can catch us on Facebook, um, facebook.com slash DAB podcast, or you can email us at death and betrayal at gmail.com. And if you have any questions about LVO, feel free to reach out. Uh, I know a few people have already and, and that's awesome. Um, I had another gentleman reach out recently. You said like, you know, we're, we're kind of, some of us are coming back, but we're mostly coming from 40 K and, and uh, I was wondering if you could help us out with some like narrative type lists that would fit the theme. And I was like, well, you know, it's really what theme you're looking for. And they were like, yeah, we looked at the restrictions. So we're, we're going to buy and purchase like with those in mind and, and build with that. Mm-hmm. And he wanted to go blood angels and he kind of liked dominion Zephyr. so I was like, cool. Well, you can make like, you know, kind of uh, an alternate in command and cause dominion Zephyr would have been on earth, but um, yeah. plus no unique characters during like the day one and day two. Mm-hmm. and i was like but you know you can make somebody similar and 
um, fit them out this way. So I'd, I'd probably get some destroyers and some angels tears and, and then yeah, any just... vehicles that you bring, I would probably put like esoteric type weapons on it, like Volkite or, yeah, yeah. um, like uh, plasma guns and shit. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, okay, cool. Awesome. And I was like, yeah, you know, I don't know. Throw some dreadnoughts in there. Cause dreadnoughts <laughs> are red. Dreadnoughts are fucking red. So yeah, it's very easy. Like it's it's not crazy restrictive. It's even less restrictive than our Marvel Centurion rules. But yeah. I expect a lot of people to be new, and so I expect a lot. Like you know, I I'm trying to avoid any of those wild swings, which are usually come from like all vehicle armies, because yeah. either you're equipped to deal with them or you're not. 100%. Um, and I know that it could swing, but also we're trying to tell a story about praetors, and praetors are typically on foot, and you know they're they're doing cool shit. And, yeah. Um, so I'm also toying with the idea. I won't announce it. I won't announce what, you know, if I decide to do it, I'm not going to announce it until the day of the event, but I'm playing with the idea of giving like eternal warrior to all praetors. And then, so if you get an instant death through, um, you would just roll it like a D three for wounds. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, so that that way, Yeah. Yeah. So you still might instant death the guy like, but now it's even more like of a slim chance, which I think represents like the skill. Yeah. hundred percent. Cause then, then you can end up in a duel where it's like, okay, crazy. Like they've been fighting for two rounds. Nobody's been injured. And then the guy with the power fist, like gets one lucky punch through and just knocks the guy's head off. Right. Um, or maybe, you know, maybe he takes one wound in the first round of combat. And then your guy takes two wounds in the first round of combat. And then the second round of combat, you, you know, you punch him with your power fist again and you roll like a D3 and, and yeah. you take the last couple wounds off of him. And, and that creates like much more of a climactic, I guess, battle. But yeah. it'll allow us to kind of create those stories that we've got. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Mm-hmm. Make those rivalries, you know, those epic stories we all want to tell our friends when we get back home. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, cool. Right on. All right. That's it for us. Keep those Geller fields up. Take care.